Radio Zoom 148. From Vancouver and to the world. Podcasting for the hell of it. This is Radio Zoom. This is Radio Zoom. This is Radio Zoom. This is Radio Zoom. So a bit of background. Kira yeah. um, has been a longtime Hanson fan. Absolutely. And when she learned, or when she found out that they were coming to Vancouver, she's like, we have to go, we have to get tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so I pulled every single string that I could and scored an interview. So this will be posted on my e-online thread, on the e-online blog. And then we're also recording the part, podcast just to kind of capture the experience. So this will be our third our second, second podcast. podcast. This will be our second podcast on Radio Zoom. Much and more PG. Much more PG. <laughs> <laughs> and Kira will be taking photos throughout the night. So it's this whole social media um, interview and show, and it's really cool. Yeah, I think it'll be good. It was kind of a surprise, too, because um, I really wanted to go to the show, and I was going to go buy some tickets, and Becky's like, hold off. I'm like, hmm, maybe she'll score some free tickets. Sweet. <laughs> And uh, when she told me we were going to actually end up interview them and um, and uh, do a special little walk with them, I kind of felt like the little girl who just got a pony for her birthday. <laughs> so it was a huge surprise, and she kept it a secret for me what she was cooking up. So that was pretty awesome. But technically, you've interviewed them before in some yes, capacity. In some capacity, um, Tony Pierce, who uh, formerly ran the LAist, who is now with the LA Times. Um, had an opportunity to do an email interview with them back in the spring when they were coming to Los Angeles um, and they were actually playing at a very historical venue. Um, so anyways, when he found out he needed to do an interview, he thought of me naturally, which was kind of sweet of him. So I ended up conducting a 10 question interview uh, with Taylor Hansen um, over email back in the spring. So I'll make sure I post a link up to that with, uh, with this post. So that was uh, quite fascinating. So I don't really know what we've got planned for today. It'll mm-hmm. be different in person, for sure. 
Yep, so our schedule is we're going to meet with them and do the interview. And then for every show on this tour, um, they do a walk. So we're going to learn more about that during the interview. We're going to ask them a few questions about that. But essentially, we're going to be doing a walk with fans, however many. I was reading the forums on their website and mm -hmm. to see who is talking about it. There's so many people who are like, oh, I'm flying into Vancouver just for this. And I'm going to wow. go on that walk. And does anyone know when the walk is? And I think they post it the day of on the website. Yeah. Like, they let people know where and when it'll be. So yeah. it's at 4 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, you said it was going to be around the Commodore? Yeah, it says it starts at the venue. So oh. And the thing is, they do these walks barefoot, too. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll let them explain the cause and whatnot. But a barefoot barefoot walk around Granville and see what Yeah, you know, they, they said on the website barefoot was optional, and I think I'm going to exercise my right to take that option mm -hmm. and wear my boots. Because <laughs> uh, if you've ever walked on Granville Street, you'll know it's not really the most sanitary place mm -hmm. to go barefoot in the city. Yep. So after the interview and after the walk, we will then um, chill out. We'll, yeah. we'll have our own little dinner break and decompress and maybe give, uh, add some more notes to this. Definitely. And then we're going to watch the show. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, they're playing a show at the Commodore Ballroom tonight. Um, it's acoustic, which will be definitely interesting. The last time I saw them play in Vancouver was eight years ago at the Orpheum. They did a full band show. It was pretty amazing. Did you actually. go with your mom? No, I went with a girlfriend. But there <laughs> were lots of moms and grandmas and dads there, and um, it was a good show. It was a really good rock concert, and a lot of people have that misconception about them. Um, but the truth is, is that they're a great rock band, and they write great rock music, and they know how to rock out. <laughs> That's one thing. I think a lot of people originally thought that they were part of the machine, like yeah. created and like Backstreet Boys or something where New Kids on the Block but they were actually songwriters and yeah. they wrote their own songs even at that young age yeah I mean they've been writing songs since they were single digit ages and I think maybe because when they first came on the scene bands like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC were really huge at the time they just kind of got lumped in with that um, when the truth is, is that they're anything but you know they're accomplished songwriters who um, you know as Rebecca pointed out to me earlier when they first were nominated for a Grammy Zach was the youngest ever Grammy nominee in Grammy history because mm -hmm. <laughs> I think he was probably 11 at the time they they were nominated. So that was pretty uh, pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. So, so what are you looking most looking forward to tonight? Hmm, that's a good question. I guess part of it hasn't really sunk in yet, but I always love live music. Like it's mm -hmm. always a good time and it's fun to watch. And, Fun to be with friends, yay, yay friends. <laughs> so that'll be great, and uh, it's just going to be a different kind of day. I took the day off work, and it's just uh, not a typical way to spend a Wednesday. So that's going to be uh, pretty interesting, I think. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we'll cut it here. I think I'm getting high off some themes that are around us. Welcome to Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, yeah, the next time we cut back in, we'll be talking to Hanson. Oh, but can I clarify that they're not our fumes? Thanks. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should clarify. <laughs> Whale usher you, didn't they? Yeah. This is the beluga whale. 
the first beautiful whale ever. Did you go to the aquarium today? <laughs> Not today. You're good to go? Yeah, we're good to go. Okay, that sounds good. Well, I guess we should start by welcoming you guys back to Vancouver. Thanks very much. After a whopping years. eight years. Eight years, it's yeah. been a while, yeah. It's been way too long. Yeah. yeah. So it's a different venue for you guys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Was that a decision you guys made on purpose? Or? We, just, we just flipped a coin and we're like, Acoustic. No. Actually, we hadn't been here in a while, and we felt like it would be a good way to sort of make it more intimate since yeah. it had been a few years and give us a chance to sort of warm up to the folks electric that had show. been left, left uh, without shows for a while yeah. and also wind up for coming back with an electric show. Also, in 2003, we spent a lot of time touring around the U.S. and uh, and kind of warmed everybody up to you know the new music from the album underneath mm -hmm. with acoustic shows. And it just seemed appropriate that it having been as many years it is, yeah. as it had been, that, that, that acoustic show was a, was a good idea. It was a chance to kind of make things, you know, Probably different. more than anything, too. It's like they said, this is the first couple shows of a tour, so oh, is that it's okay. nice to start with acoustic dates and kind of, there's, there's a little more um, room for ebb and flow between the three of us when we're just doing yeah. acoustic. Yeah, we have a sixth sense with one another. That it's a sixth sense. It's a sixth sense. sense. Yeah, exactly. Because when we walk on stage and we kind of, I, mean, I want to throw up. Is it kind of like a twitch in your eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Not to be confused with sixth sense. It's right. kind of like uh, tunnel vision or something. You just Work on and you can't see anything, and then everything goes black, and then. Don't mind us. So we're kind of have like a, a Wayne's World <laughs> moment where everything goes blurry and then yeah, the waiver comes on when you see Wayne's each other. Wayne's World, Wayne's World. <laughs> well, yeah. no, it's more like everything goes black and then I wake up and the show's over and I'm laying on a couch backstage or on the floor. And I in don't a pool really of zone vomit. Happened. That could be trouble. <laughs> yeah. it, it is true, though, that our shows, when you play together for as long as we have, I mean, there's a certain quality about it. You just have a sense for who's going to lean which direction mm -hmm. on, you know, who's going to sing flat, who's going to sing sharp, who's going to have a tendency to play, you know, Low, things longer, slower, slow faster. And, and so you, playing acoustically is kind of a nice way to just kind of hone things back together, mm -hmm. bring, bring things back to their center. A bit of a grassroots yeah. approach to it. Mm -hmm. And we are, we are really looking forward to, um, we're looking forward to not having it be so long since we're having, you know, coming back to the Northwest from the United States and, mm -hmm. and um, the West, Western Canada because there were a lot of reasons why between even like two, 2000 and 2003 and four, why there was a big span for any touring. Right. So now like we've, you know, in, as, as far as overall, we've sped up, we've tried to speed up the cycle of touring and, and coming back to different markets. And, yeah. I mean, so, so our hope is that this will be kind of the beginning of Okay. It definitely won't be eight years before we're back in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be less than eight years. It'll be thirty again. something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, um, so we're gonna do the walk. I guess, you are. In about okay. half an hour or so with you guys. Uh -huh. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that or why? I mean, yeah. everyone's got their own kind of passion. Their only thing that yeah. their own cause that they're really passionate about. Mine's animals. You guys are walking for children in Africa mm -hmm. who are affected by AIDS. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, the, the walk is, is a couple things. I mean, it is, we were affected personally by um, seeing how people that were similar to us, some people that we were from our hometown, uh, they become friends, but, you know, they had a small technology company and they said, you know what, 
we can use what we've got here, this technology, and we can actually influence um, research and treatment at a AIDS hospital in South Africa, places where they don't have these resources. Right. And and so there was a, a real snap that happened when we were making this record, where we, n not just because of that, but because of several things surrounding that time, where we said, you know, there's, there's everybody waits, everybody feels like their their role is small, and they wait to act. And mm. if you when you when we went to Africa, what we saw there was not like, oh wow. Um, we're overwhelmed by poverty or, or these situations because we've seen, we've been lucky to see the world. We've mm -hmm. seen Southeast Asia, we've seen Africa, we've seen S South America. But what we really saw was that um, AIDS is affecting a whole generation of people and that's our peers and it's their children. And, and um, we wanted to start these walks in order to inspire people that are our peers and our fans to say, you know what, we can start small, we can start simple, mm -hmm. and most importantly, we can start. Because mm -hmm. um, often doing the smallest things are the hardest things. Because yeah. people, you know, it's easy to go to a huge rally and sort of blend into a big crowd of people cheering, you know. But, you know, to just show up mm -hmm. and say, hey, let's take your shoes off, you know, just walk a mile with us. There's something that's really simple and honest and telling about that. So it started off last year after we raised money with the song Great Divide we raised money through the sale of that song to support treatment and uh, education for AIDS and uh, for children in, in this area called Soweto okay. in South Africa the goal was to help provide shoes with these walks because to be able to provide one pair of shoes seems small but when you when you know that that one pair of shoes is going to go on a child's foot um, it allows you to connect the dots and say, you know what, I, what I can do s seemingly small is actually make a huge impact. So we helped this company called Tom Shoes um, provide thousands of shoes through the actions of doing all these walks. We walked, you know, we've walked 68 miles before we got to this tour. Wow. Um, you know, through snow, through sleet, through blistering heat. Um, all barefoot. All barefoot. And, um, you know, what we came out with was the people... Technically, I think two of the snow walks we had Tom shoes on. Okay. Yes, but there was snow on the ground. Yeah, we we didn't we don't force people to take their shoes off. That would be not right. We just encourage them to. And um, what what we come to with this tour is we did the walks not just to talk about Africa, but to really talk about how we're a really powerful group of people and a generation of people, an age group that has technology. I mean, look at the, what you're recording with. Yeah. Um, you're, you know, you've got your little M-Audio digital recorder. We've all got phones. We've got, we've got laptops. We've got digital our, cameras. Our digital cameras. Our, our, our worlds are smaller. Mm -hmm. And we have so much power to make a difference. And so the idea of taking a walk is even more significant now than it's ever been. So to show up, take your shoes off. And so our goal now is to register every person that walks, every single person that comes to a walk of ours, or someone that decides to host a walk, which we're giving people tools to host their own walks through a site called TakeTheWalk.net. And um, everybody that walks and gets registered and put in a, a, a list of all the walks that have been done with the goal of trying to get enough to get all the way around the world, which is 24,932 miles. Um, the reason that's significant is not just because we want to say we got enough miles to get around the world. It's really just so... When you show up at one walk, you show up in Seattle, you show up in Des Moines, you show up in Chicago. You see an effect. You, you see that yours is part of something yeah. bigger. And I think what's also really important is we decided that, you know, if, if one of the things that we wanted to do was literally monetarily reward people for showing up. Because it is, it is unusual and valuable that people show up. Yeah. And so, so we're donating a dollar for every person who comes. Every person who walks with us or every person who... Uh, is a part of a walk that is hosted by someone through mm -hmm. TakeTheWalk.net. 
And the idea is, again, to raise $24,902, you know, just by people walking. At just least. by people walking. And there are other goals Even just well. creating that awareness in itself within yeah. the communities that mm-hmm. people are walking and I think that's really yeah. key. What, what's really cool about the walks is, you know, we're a band. Yeah. We're, 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 what we do is up on that stage mm-hmm. and that's our day job. Yeah. Everybody's got a day job. Everybody, and what we're trying to say with the walks is, you know what, you don't have to quit your day job. You don't have to quit what you do. Because in you, essence, you, us doing the walks is kind of like us using our day job. We're, we're a band. This yeah. is, you're at a show, let's go walk. And that's what we're trying to say to people is, you know, we, we can we can reinvent the way the world looks at humanitarian aid and the way the world looks at charity. Mm-hmm. And not call it charity. Just think of it as giving as a lifestyle. Think of it as doing good in your life. And yeah. um, the walk, what happens is you go through these cities and people go, you know, why are you walking for Africa? And then you, and then you ask, you know what, are we, walking for, are we really walking for Africa? Mm-hmm. Because you showed up here and now all your friends are asking questions about things that you guys can do when, when this walk is done right here in your town. And that's part of what's happening is it's activating, kind of unlocking, not to say that we're unlocking people's potential, but in some way <laughs> I think, you know, when your peer says to you, you know what, that sure there. looks really good. You're like, oh, okay. You, know, you need you need some kind of you know affirmation sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's partly what, what happens when people do the walk. True. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. I know Becky wanted to touch down briefly on um, uh, your use of media. Yeah, using it while you're talking about technology and people can go to this website and they can Uh sign up for walks. And just through your own careers, how you've used the internet and technology, you're doing blogs, podcasts, having things available on iTunes, like how has that, how has it affected you as artists using those tools? It's huge. I mean, it's definitely part of the changing culture of music significantly. And I think we're really lucky that um, our fan base is kind of the first age group. I mean... Generally, we're I would right say the that they're, they're mm-hmm. our peers, but we were the first generation of people to really grow up using the internet from day adolescence. One, you know, from adolescence, uh, when the only thing to do on the internet was go to you know AOL and you're like, awesome, I'm on. What do I do now? Chat room. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it's it's unique that. Um, for us, and we've always, that's always been a huge benefit to us because our fans immediately grasp onto the idea of using the internet to communicate through chat rooms and emails and, yeah. and forums and I've, blogs and yeah, stuff and like that. And, you know, we, we've tried to embrace it. It's definitely, um, you know, through, we have a, a podcast and we have, uh, as much as we can, you know, doing blogs and doing video blogs and all kinds of stuff yeah. like that on our website and really trying to fuel a community of people that use your your website almost as like the the ultimate place to go when you want you know when you want to when you want to be a part of getting cooler products or more music or whatever it is that that's where you go because it seems like more and more you know as we lose the cd booklet and the lp big artwork what we're what we're gaining is this interactive experience of of your website, which becomes the home for everything that you are. Well, I would also say that I think we've benefited as much from our fans having internet communities and communicating with one another as we have benefited from us communicating with our fans. Sure. Because I think to a degree, the communication that goes on between the like-minded music fan or the like-minded person in general and finding something to bond with. Uh, has a has a significant effect. 
and and so I think that I think that that is a big part of uh, what we've seen over the years as well is people just kind of constantly saying things like, you know, uh, you know, the five of us are really really good friends because of your band and because of us communicating with one another, you know, via the internet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, well, just on that note, I was looking on uh, the forums on your website and seeing that people were flying in for the show to Vancouver and oh asking if there's any other Vancouverites they can meet up with. So yeah. it was really cool. And there's a lineup of people outside. Already, yeah, so. that's a good <laughs> example. Yeah. Good example. It, it is. Um, this tour is, I think, another you know sort of set of proof, and really the whole thing we've done since the beginning of this record, that it is about a connection between fans because you know we've been doing this now for a long, a long time. A lot of and years. and it's people change, and you know some you know people having kids and getting married and you know you know starting careers. Not just us. Not, know, just, not just, just us. Yeah. Like a lot of our fans. Busy. I mean a lot of our fans. Um, and I think it's it's so telling that, you know, for people to be able to go forward and change and still be into something together. I don't know if that's us, I don't know what it is. I think there's a lot of bands that have been able to do that. And all of those we admire. I think that's where we feel like um, whenever people ask us, you know, uh, questions about well, you know, thinking about the past or how we got started, you know it's always looking forward. You're always looking forward. You're never thinking, well, I shouldn't have done that. Because because you're, it's your desire to change and be excited that I think keeps people interested. Yeah. Well, it's, it's inevitable. It just depends on how you handle it and, yeah. and what you do with that change. So. Well, thanks so much, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Any final notes or anything you want to say? Um, <laughs> awesome. Sure, awesome. tonight's going to be great. Thanks okay, for well. Cool. Awesome. Thanks for going. <laughs>